0: Hello everybody, my name is Chris Lanuti and welcome to yet another simulated matchup. White Sox simulated baseball brought to you by Sacks in the Basement. When everything in the world started to go haywire, about a week before opening day, Sacks in the Basement decided we were going to simulate each and every day following the White Sox schedule. It's not a recap. It's not a once a week thing. We were ready right on opening day and have been bringing you ever since then White Sox baseball each and every pitch in about 90 minutes. And so far, the season has been a lot of fun. The 6-4 White Sox take on the 6-5 Seattle Mariners. Taewon Walker, 0-0 with a 9.00 earned run average on the bump for Seattle against Lucas Giolito, making his third start of the season, already sitting at 1-0 with a 4.50 earned run average. The hot hitters for the White Sox currently, Jose Abreu and Tim Anderson, both with batting averages in the mid-300s, and OPS is over a thousand. And Adam Engel carrying a 444 average with a 1.167 OPS, mostly against left handed pitching. Meanwhile, Aloy Jimenez is ice cold, hitting 161. He has five home runs, but they are the only five hits he has so far on the season. And while the White Sox bullpen has overall been spectacular early on in the season, Jace Fry has had two bad outings, including yesterday, where he gave up the lead late, and the White Sox fell to the Mariners. Without further ado, we head out to Guaranteed Rate Field. White Sox, Mariners. Next on Sacks in the Basement. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the second of three games. The Mariners visiting the Chicago White Sox at Guaranteed Rate Field as simulated by MLB The Show 20 and brought to you by Socks in the Basement found everywhere Podcast can be found and always at socksinthebasement.com. along with our fine sponsors Cork and Carey at the Park. Lucas Giolito ready for his third start of the season. He's 1-0 with a 4.50 earned run average over 10 innings. 8 hits, 8 walks, 8 strikeouts and a whip of 1.60 he struggled in his first outing on opening day but was much sharper in outing number two D Gordon will step in to lead off for the Mariners hitting 410 on the season with three RBIs and he leads the majors in stolen bases right now with five the next two guys on the list are Tim Anderson and Luis Robert Robert patrolling center field and Anderson back at short Anderson had the day off yesterday, but attempted on the last at-bat of the game to put the White Sox over after they lost the lead. This one is flared out into left field. Aloy Jimenez back in the lineup will make the play near the line, and there's one gone. Carlos Gonzalez will now step up to the plate, hitting 286 on a four-game hit streak. Two pitches for Giolito. He gets the first person down, and he's on to batter number two, the pitch. That one is a low circle change taken for ball one. Gonzalez is one for six lifetime against Giolito with a strikeout. The 1-0 pitch. This one is chopped to Abreu who bobbles it, flips it to Giolito coming across, and that'll be out number two on the 3-1. He knocked it down, got control of the ball, and flipped it over, and Mitch Hanniger steps in hitting 262. Is Giolito trying to make quick work here in the first inning. The pitch on the way, outside ball one. Haniger was 0 for 3 with a strikeout yesterday but did reach base in his fourth at bat on a walk and that's when the wheels came off for Jace Fry. just a few batters later. Two outs, the pitch on the way, swung on and dribbled over to Anderson, he will double clutch and send that over the first, 6-3 in your scorecard and the White Sox set down the Mariners 1-2-3 in the first inning. Midway through the first, no score, Anderson, Moncada, Abreu leading it off. Taiwan Walker, the starter. Getting his third star for the Mariners, he's got an earned run average of 9.00 over 9 innings. He's got 17 hits he's given up and a whip over 2. 2 walks and 5 strikeouts, so he's been putting a lot of runners on, giving up a lot of hits and has no wins and no losses so far to show for it. Your 2019 AL batting champion steps up to the plate and he would be currently sitting on a 9-game hit streak if he had not insisted on coming in for the final at bat of yesterday's game. So unfortunately, statistically, that takes away his hitting streak. Although he only got one at bat yesterday, pinch hitting. I guess you pick up the pieces, and you go back and get another hit streak started. First pitch taken for a strike. The next one inside on the hand, swung on and missed. Anderson is quickly 0-2, with Moncada behind him in the two spot for the first time in over a week. After Renteria shuffled the lineups due to a struggling Moncada, this one is sent down the first baseline hooking foul. Anderson will reset, still down 0-2 in the count. The pitch on the way, low. Ball one, one and two, the count. Next pitch, swung on inside corner. He goes down swinging. First strikeout for Walker. Anderson will get another chance later on in the game against him, likely. But there's one out. Juan Moncada comes up to the plate. Moncada's always been the guy that Renteria would like to see up at the top of the order with Anderson. And after a slow start, is up in his first... Swing puts this one into the left field corner, and they had a shift on Expecting him to hit it towards the right side as he's in the box batting lefty So he steps it on the left side of the plate hits it oppo where there's nobody It should have been a single it goes to the double as everybody's got to give chase across the field There's nobody who's standing there. That's either a line out to third base or a base hit that goes for just a single if everybody's just playing straight up. Instead, he's on second base with a double, and Abreu steps in, right. DHing in this game. I think I mentioned that uh, he had bobbled the ball at first. I wasn't reading my scorecard correctly. Jose Abreu DHing Incarnations over at first in this game. Abreu hitting 359, takes a strike, and now flares this one out in the right field. It's a can of corn. Mancada will hold. There are two outs now on the bottom of the first inning. So Walker gave up a hit but got the one and the three hitters in the lineup and Yasmani Grandal steps up hitting fourth as Aloy Jimenez has been bumped down the order a little bit due to his struggles. So he can work things out in less intense situations. Grandal is also 6 for 11 all time against Walker with a home run. So he sees this pitcher very well and the first pitch is inside ball one. Walker resets, Mancada leads off of second. He checks him and the pitch on the way. Swung on and missed outside four-seam fastball. 1-1 one one the count evens. Cork and carry at the park is where you should be getting your food from today while you sit back and enjoy this simulated White Sox broadcast from Sox in the basement. Go on Grubhub.com or visit them directly. Cork and carry at the park.com. Low outside splitter for a ball. 2-1 and one the count. Award-winning burgers. They've got everything from cheese curds to several different types of French fries yep. for sides. They also have wraps, wings, Salads. Got to eat a little healthy here during this lockdown. Otherwise, you're going to get really, really fat and have to come out of your house seeing sunshine for the first time and waddling to your car. That one's grounded up the middle. Amazing play at shortstop. Cuts it off before it gets into the outfield. Thrown across to first base. And that's a ground out 6-3 for Grandal. And now in the top of the second, Daniel Vogelback, hitting 357 with an OPS north of 1,000. On the left side of the batter's box. On the left side of the plate from the righty Giolito. Inside low fastball taken for ball one. He's got seven RBIs over his last three games. And was dangerous up there yesterday. The pitch. Low ball two. Giolito trying to work him at the knees has missed both times. 2-0 and the count now. Leading off the second inning. The pitch from Lucas. That one is flared out into the left center field gap. Jimenez giving chase towards the wall. He looks up, and that is into the second row. So Volga hits a foreigner and two-foot home run. And Giolito is the first pitcher of the crack here in the second inning. The Mariners scored first yesterday. They did it on a home run, a solo shot. They did it again today, their first hit, a home run as well. It was a towering shot. Exit velocity only about 100 miles per hour that hung up there for a while and just carried over the wall. As Kyle Seager hits one off the glove of Encarnacion, but they're gonna rule he was foul when the glove touched the ball, and that's gonna go for a long strike, on won the count, as it rattled around in the right field corner. Seager was two for three yesterday with the big three run home run, five RBI in total. He was the difference maker as the Mariners came back to beat the Sox. 1-1 one, one count, Giolito with the pitch Inside, forcing fastball taken, 2-1 the count The lefty Seager against the righty Giolito, the pitch Chopped down the first baseline, foul And Carnesian moving around a lot over there so far today Covering first base to give Abreu a bit of a rest, but keep him in the lineup This outside slider is chopped down the third baseline, 2-2 two two the count 3 average for Seager, the pitch inside ball three the count goes full with Dominic Williams who came in as a pinch runner last night now out there on the on-deck circle with the start today that pitch is down the middle taken for strike three a beautiful four-seam fastball throws Seager Giolito gets his first strikeout and first out of the top of the second inning 1-0 Seattle Williams steps in and the pitch from Giolito That is a high four-seam fastball in the zone for a strike. 0-1 the count. Mariners acquired this young man from the Yankees back in 2018, and he's got a platoon role right now on the team. High and inside catches the corner of the plate, 0-2 the count. Wide strike zone early here from the umpire. As Nola waits on deck, he had a home run yesterday against Reynaldo Lopez. The 0-2 pitch on the way. Low, he lays off the curveball, 1-2 the count. Giolito checks the sign from Grandal, who had the day off yesterday, and the pitch on the way. Got him swinging at a circle change that dropped away from him. He had no chance at that pitch. And Lucas has struck out both batters he's faced since the home run here in the second inning. So as he works his way towards the bottom part of the order, Gialito warming up. High inside fastball taken for a ball. 1-0 the count to Austin Nola. Hitting 217 with a home run that was yesterday. And two RBIs total on the season for the infielder. The pitch. Outside, 2-0. Oh. Giolito resets and the pitch on the way. Swung on and missed down the middle. 94-mile-an-hour fastball. 2-1 the count. Giolito with his 24th pitch of the game. And that is chopped over to Moncada. takes it on two hops and dishes it over to Encarnacion. To end the second inning, but not before the Mariners get one off of a towering blast That looked like it was going to hang up there long enough to be caught on the track But just barely cleared the wall, and the White Sox trail one to nothing. Aloy Jimenez, they're listing his OPS of 942 up there on the scoreboard Instead of his average of 161 Because the 942 looks impressive, but he has struggled at the plate But every once in a while he has jumped on top of one And he has done a good job getting to first base with the walk. There's a shift on with three players between second and third. 1-0 count, and he puts this one down the third baseline foul. 1-1 the count. Minnesota leads Cleveland 6-4 midway through their game. Minnesota will be here next. That one's outside for a ball, 2-1 the count. Byron Buxton's already hit his third home run of the season for the Twins. Starting to show that potential they thought was going to bust out last year. This one is deep down the third baseline Hooking foul, 2-2 two two the count To Jimenez Encarnacion on deck This one's in the dirt It's blocked, 3-2 and two now The payoff pitch to Jimenez Swung on and chopped up the middle With the second baseman standing at second base The shift gets Jimenez It goes 4-3 Even though it's thrown by It goes 4-3 even though it's thrown From the shortstop side of the base and there's one gone here in the bottom of the second. Edwin Encarnacion faces Walker now with one out in the bottom of the second. And his team trailing by one. Inside pitch taken. Ball one. They keep the same shift on that they have for Jimenez. Nobody's moving. Pitch number 21 from Walker on the way. Outside he checked it up. And they're going to say he did hold up even though he kind of fell across the plate there trying to hold that bat up. 2-0 the count. Walker... The delivery inside splitter taken for a strike two and one offense has not been a problem so far this season for the Sox Is this cut fastball sent down the first baseline foul two and two so I don't think the 1-0 deficit Is anything to be too terribly concerned about and Carnacion takes a splitter inside taken for strike three Could not pull the trigger that is the second strikeout of the game for Walker A man who has given up 17 hits over 10 innings coming into this game. And yet he has only given up one hit so far with two outs here in the bottom of the second. And Nomar Mazzara up to the plate hitting 200. That one is chopped over to short across the first. And the inning is over quickly. The White Sox get nothing going in the second. We go to the top of the third. Trailing the Mariners 1-0. Patrick Wisdom hitting 273. Moves up from the ninth spot yesterday to the 8th spot today in the Mariners lineup. The right-handed hitter's got one home run and three RBI. And Lucas Giolito stares in looking for the sign, and the first pitch of the third inning is on its way. Swung on and chopped foul. A curveball ended up low in the zone. Chopped back to the backstop. 0-1 the count and the pitch. Swung on and missed. Four-seam fastball low at the knees. Very different speed, very different look. And Wisdom looks silly on that swing. 0-2 pitch on the way. Inside corner, didn't get the call. That was close. Lucas wanted it. 1-2 the count. Giolito takes the sign and the pitch. Low, ball two on a slider. Wisdom doesn't look like he's got Giolito figured out. Giolito trying to pick the right time to throw one for strike three. He throws that one on the outside corner, and it's chopped over to Danny Mendick playing second base today for Larry Garcia. He flips that to Encarnacion, and there's one gone in the top of the third. Garcia's had three errors this week, and will sit down and take a rest today for the White Sox as Mendick, who has played well over the last couple games, gets the start at second. Mendick's had two starts before this leading into this game. He played third two days ago, second while Garcia moved over to short, and now he's at second base again. 1-1 pitch to Allen Hansen is fouled back, 1-2 the count hanson has got no hit so far in the season batting in the ninth spot for the Mariners outside circle change taken two and two the count with one out here in the top of the third and nobody on D. Gordon standing on deck as the lineup would flip after Hanson's at bat the pitch high pitch swung on and sent down the first baseline foul Giolito with the wind and the pitch on the way as Grandel sets up outside a little bit too outside that slider and the count goes full with the 400-hitting D. Gordon waiting on deck. A beautiful afternoon outside. It is sunny, warm. Temperature still around the 60 degrees, just like yesterday. As this one is sent out in the left field, Jimenez back on his horse to the wall and will turn around quickly and catch that backing up to the fence. That one almost got out as well. It seems like the ball is hanging up there and carrying, especially over to left field today. The Sox avoid a second home run from the Mariners. And Gordon steps up with two outs here on the top of the third and takes a low slider for strike one. He's hitting 538 over his last five games. And the next pitch on the way. Outside four-seam fastball, one and one the count. The pitch from Giolito. A bunt laid down. He tried to bunt for a base hit. It goes foul down the third baseline. The pitch. Swung on and missed. He went up in the zone with a slider. Rondell points to Giolito. Giolito points back. The White Sox go to the bottom of the third, trailing 1-0. Luis Robert. This rookie is up and down and up and down, but he's going to play every day he's available as he figures out the major leagues, he's hitting 206 currently, but he's had a few big games mixed in with some stinkers. Every pitcher is new to him right now, and they're looking at film on him and trying to figure him out as he fouls this one back. Owen won the count. Walker with his second offering to Robert. Taken inside pitch. They're gonna say he went around. And he'll be charged with a strike 0-2 quickly to Luis Robert. The pitch from Walker. Outside for a ball, 1-2 the count. Walker working quickly. As we said, coming into this game, 17 hits over 10 innings for the starter for the Mariners today. But he looks pretty solid out there right now. Moving the ball inside, outside. That one was low two and two, he tried to get Robert to chase one low in the dirt. Robert working his way back from an 0-2 start to this at bat. Now sitting with an even count in the pitch on the way. Swung on and ripped down the third baseline foul. Pretty swing on that one. He just got around on it way too quick. And the next offering. That one is fouled back off the net behind home plate. Light crowd today, but that's because it's a Tuesday afternoon. It was weird to see three day games Monday Tuesday Wednesday here in Chicago as this one is thrown to the backstop it goes for a ball three and two the pitch on the way ball four he walked him Robert has started to show a little bit more discipline now up at the plate understanding that unlike in the minor leagues some pitchers are not going to give him anything to hit and he's got to take that free pass and go to first and he's been a little bit tighter with his strike zone and his pitch recognition As Danny Mendick comes up, the 9-hitter, hitting 214 on the season with two RBIs. He's had a few big hits, though, over the last couple of days, and has played solid defense where other players on the team who are not considered to be starters have had their issues. He's been pretty solid out there for us so far, and he's gotten three straight starts in Ricky Renteria's lineup, batting at the bottom of it. He's had two RBIs over the last three games. 1-0 1-0 count after that one is low and outside Robert over on first base Trying to gauge Walker And see if he can get himself a good lead and take off The pitch to Mendick This one is chopped up the middle And it is a base hit Robert safely in the second standing So a seeing eye Single up the middle For Mendick and there are two on With no out here In the bottom of the third And the White Sox are in business Robert takes the lead off a second. Mendick takes the lead off a first as Tim Anderson steps in and rifles this one into center field. Center field is going to come on quickly and make the play and will hold the runners as he had to come in shallow. If it dropped in front of him, it could have been trouble, but he made the play. So one pitch and an out for Anderson. And Yohan Mankata comes up one for one, trying to get the White Sox their first run of the game low inside pitch taken for a ball he's got two home runs and three rbis in the last five games and has been hitting solidly now raising that average and got himself back into this spot in the lineup finally is this one is in the right field for a base hit roberts going to come around and try for home there will be a play at the plate he is safe underneath the throw and the white Sox tied this game up on a base hit from yoan Moncada as it dribbles in between first and second Right fielder Hanniger comes in and throws it on a dime to home plate. But Robert was already crossing the plate, sliding underneath the catcher as he went up to catch the ball at about eye level. Mendick advances the second, Mancada on first, and Abreu comes to the plate and takes a low splitter for ball one. 0-for-1 in this game already with a flyout on the first inning, hitting 350 on the season. And he's got a runner in scoring position with one out. Here in the bottom of the third. In a 1-1 tie. Walker with the delivery. This one is fouled into the camera well down the first baseline. Couple fans up on their feet now. A Little bit of excitement here in this game. The pitch. Low curveball 2-1. and one. We keep mentioning that Walker has a propensity to give up some hits and give them up in bunches. He gives the walk to Robert. Gives up two hits to the next three batters. A runner scores. And now with one out here in the bottom of the third, that is a swinging strike, 2-2 and the count. Abreu stands in with the count even. Mendick leads at second, checks the runner, the pitch on the way. Outside ball three, the count goes full. Yasmani Grandal stands on deck as Walker takes his hat off and walks around the back of the mound. He's got 43 pitches so far here in the bottom of the third with one out and a full count to Abreu. The pitch swung on and sent out to right center field. Right fielder headed to adjust his line. He now gets back to the track and makes the catch. Robert was halfway between first and second. He retreats. Mendick tagged up and made it to third. So it's going to be first and third on that flyout. With two outs here in the bottom of the third. And Yasmany Grandel comes up with three home runs on the season and nine RBIs even though he's hitting 206. With first and third and two outs. the chance to get another run. First pitch is chopped down the third baseline. Just foul. He's 6-for-12 now career-wise against Walker. And the pitch. Inside pitch fouled straight back. Almost almost hits Jimenez on the on-deck circle. Rondale is 0-2 now. Batting from the left side. The pitch on the way. In the dirt. It rolls, but not far enough for Mendick to advance. He started to come down the line and realized he was not going to get to that ball before it could be picked up and run back to home plate. 1-2 the count now. score, bomb at a third, two outs, the pitch. Outside, curveball does not chase 2-2. White Sox have had some timely hitting early on in the season. This new group put together by Rick Hahn in the front office is very different than what you've seen here on the south side over the last couple of years. Inside pitch taken by Grandal, and he fights back from an 0-2 count to a 3-2 count with Aloy Jimenez on deck. Pitch number 50 for Walker on the way here. As Grandal stands at the plate, ready for it. That one swung on and chopped the third. They're going to go for the force at second base and get Moncada. So a fielder's choice ends the inning, but the Sox tie it up. And we are 1-1 all tied up at the end of the third. Foundation issues not properly handled can be costly. Family Waterproofing Solutions is owned by Ken, a veteran of the United States Marines, and his wife Maria making them a veteran-owned business and a female-owned business that will diagnose and repair wet or leaky basements. During the current health crisis, Ken and Maria decided to pay each and every one of their workers, secure their jobs, and continue to give them health care from home. And while they're not currently going out and doing jobs, they will still give you an estimate and jump on into a video consultation right now. Plus, part of the proceeds for every job that they do are donated to veteran and first responder organizations who support our frontline defenders. And currently, Socks in the Basement listeners have access to special pricing when they contact Family Waterproofing Solutions now, 708-330-4466, or visit them today at familybasementwaterproofing.com. And folks, remember, Family Waterproofing has special deals for Socks in the Basement listeners, including 20% off. On family days They've got lots of things they're doing over there Make sure you check them out on the web Give them a call for one of those estimates As Giolito deals to Carlos Gonzalez A lead off the 4th inning Inside fastball taken for a strike Gonzalez 1-7 for seven with a strikeout Lifetime against Giolito Giolito sets and the pitch on the way And then it's also a strike taken 0-2 the count I've never gone around and checked my foundation myself This one is inside taken for a ball. When you think about the extra time a lot of us have on our hands and the fact you can get on with family waterproofing and let them look around with a video and talk to you and get an estimate, I don't know why you'd waste any more time. Because that was swung on and down the first baseline foul. 1-2 and it remains. Giolito to Gonzalez. Inside pitch taken. 2-2 and the count. So it makes sense. Figure it out because if you end up finding something, or if you're worried about something going on in the basement, or you want the sun pump checked or replaced, now you get the estimate, then you're ready to go when they're ready to go. The pitch. Inside taken in for a ball, the count goes full. Mitch Hanniger waits on deck. And remember, portion of the proceeds from Family Waterproofing Solutions, that means what you're paying for, a portion of it going to first responders and veterans' organizations. And if there was ever a time to give to them, it's now. Inside fastball taken for the fourth strikeout by Giolito. Batter didn't like the call, but it doesn't matter. That caught enough of the plate. And Hanniger steps in with one out here in the top of the fourth in a tie game. Giolito into the wind in the pitch. Checked it up, but that's a strike. 0-1 the count. Hanniger's 2-for-5 lifetime against Giolito with a double. The pitch on the way. That is also a strike taken. He's 0-for-1 in this game. Diolito sitting on 49 pitches. He's thrown 29 strikes. The other 20 would go for balls. The pitch. This one is lifted out to right field. Mazzara going after a ball that's tailing towards the line. He will get over there in time and make the play. And there are two gone. Daniel Vogelback steps in. One for one in this game. With two outs here in the top of the fourth. And that is a 12-6 oh, curveball that dropped nicely into the zone. 0-1 the count. The pitch from Giolito. Tries to get him the bite on an outside four-seam fastball. He does not. 1-1. Rondell sets up on the outer portion of the plate. The pitch on the way. He does not get the call. Ran that along the side of the plate. 2-1 the count. The left-handed hitting Vogelback has a home run already in this game against Giolito. And now hits a line shot into left field. Scooped up after two bounces by Aloya Menez. He gets that into Anderson and that's a base hit. Vogelback is two for two and has been the one guy that Giolito has not been able to figure out today. Kyle Seeger gets his second attempt at Lucas. He had a hard hit ball in his at bat that went just foul. He puts this one down the right field line, hooking towards the stands. Mazzara gives chase. He will not get there in time. A long foul ball lead off this at bat he struck out in his first at bat he swings and misses at his second offering and he's 0 2 Seeger has spent all nine seasons of his career with the Mariners this one is lifted in the right field Mazzara back to the wall he leaps and cannot make the play it goes off of Mazzara's glove he was over the wall so it would have been a home run he attempted to make the catch He's unable to bring it in. It goes for exactly 348 feet, which is where the wall is there. Gets out at a speed of only 94 miles an hour. Mazzara goes up. It goes off his glove and over the wall. Although he was at least a foot and a half over the wall going up for it. So I still think that clears either way. But he had an opportunity to bring that one back and end the inning, and he could not bring it in. So the Mariners now lead 3-1. Giolito has given up two home runs in this game. And that's the difference. As the White Sox currently trail 3-1. With Dominic Williams up. And a 1-1 count. Inside pitch taken for a ball. 2-1 with two outs here in the top of the fourth. Giolito now sitting on 60 pitches in the game. The pitch on the way. Outside pitch taken. Ball 3. 3-1 and the count. Lucas, the presumptive ace... Struggled in his first outing Looked much sharper last time out And has given up three runs here Through three and two-thirds innings And now walks the next batter And Don Cooper is going to come out and talk with him It's an odd start to the season For an all-star last year in Giolito Who came in very determined this year To take it to another level And at this point Has to do a little bit of work Got a run around first with two outs here in the top of the fourth. And Austin Nola comes to the plate. The right-handed batter against the right-handed pitcher. The pitch on the way. taken for a strike. Strike one. He's been throwing strikes today. There's no denying that. And he has been attacking the batters. And Grandal has been moving him around. But he's had two big mistake pitches that barely got over the wall. If this stadium was just a little bigger, the Mariners would probably have no runs in this game. Back those fences back about 5 to 10 feet and nobody scored this one's popped out into left field Jimenez comes in and dives he does not make the play ball stays in front of him, he gets it in it'll go down as a single, the runner advances from first to third a lot of White Sox players diving around out there but they can't come up with the ball Mazzara trying to go over to the wall couldn't come up with the ball Jimenez, they're diving across the grass couldn't come up with the ball First pitch now high to Patrick Wisdom. 1-0 count here. As with two outs, the wheels coming off for Lucas Giolito here in the top of the fourth. When it looked like he was cruising. Has to get it together now to Wisdom, a swinging strike inside portion of the plate. 1-1 and the count. Fans trying to egg Giolito on, get him through this inning. Still a lot more baseball to be played here. The White Sox gave up the lead a couple times yesterday. It was when they gave it up for the third time, they were unable to come back and win it in the ninth inning. That one's fouled off, one and two the count, the pitch from Giolito. High inside fastball, two and two the count. Wisdom waits for the pitch. That one is down the third base line and hooks just foul. Otherwise, that's a double, but it's a long strike instead. Two-two pitch on the way. Again, down the line, hooking foul, a couple of sections away from the foul pole. Wisdom is on Giolito He's just early The next pitch, outside taken for a ball As Giolito tries to pitch away from him He does not chase And with a full count First and third, the pitch on the way And he gets him on the outside corner for a strike Wisdom does not like the call But that was in there Giolito gets out of a jam But not before he gives up a two run home run That Nomar Mazzara Almost had I'm sure he'll be kicking himself for that one Sox Trail 3-1. Folks, I want to remind you that Sox on 35th, the world-famous White Sox blog, joins Sox in the basement, the White Sox podcast for fans by fans, and they are doing the post-game ramp-up with the box scores and putting up the stats for everybody to see so you can follow along with what's going on in this simulated season. They've been doing a bang-up job over there, and hopefully we're making them proud over here. As Aloy Jimenez steps in, 0 for 1 on the game. And Taiwan Walker pitches his 51st pitch to lead off the fourth and throws it for a strike. Next pitch on the way, high, ball one, 1-1 the count. Jimenez has hit some balls that would be considered base hits, but he hits into that shift way too often right now. Every team this year has been stacking up three guys between second and third, and he's 1-2 now. And he swings on this one and pops it up, and he puts this one in front of the center fielder who will come in a few steps and catch it for the first out of the fourth inning. He cannot find a spot on the diamond to get a ball down, and the young man is having some trouble here in his second season with the White Sox. Edwin Encarnacion comes up 0-for-1 with one out here in the bottom of the fourth and takes a low strike at the knees. White Sox need to get back at Walker He gives up lots of hits This one is deep Back to the wall in left field And that is way over Edwin Encarnacion puts it halfway up the section The first section to the right of the bullpen If you're looking at it From home plate He puts it halfway back there 413 feet That ball got out of here in a hurry A solo shot from Encarnacion Who's playing first base today And the White Sox pull within one Three to two Big hit there by Edwin. He takes a slow trot around the base pads, too. He likes to hit it. He likes to admire it. He gives it a little bat flip, keeps the arm out as he goes down the first base line, pointing at it almost, like, yeah, I hit that. That gets out of here at 106 miles per hour. Towering shot. And then he takes maybe one of the slowest trots in baseball around the bags. Mazzara comes in 0 for 1 with one out here in the bottom of the fourth. This one has popped straight up on the first pitch. He jammed him inside and up. Catcher doesn't have to do anything except take his mask off and wait for it to come right back down over the plate. One pitch, one out for Mazzara. Luis Robert comes in with two outs in the bottom of the fourth. Robert walked his first time up and was the first run that scored for the Sox. At the time, it tied the game at one. He has been getting better at the plate with pitch recognition. He takes two of them in a row. Just outside the strike zone And he's 2-0 the count He has made Walker work today And he seems to be showing a little bit more Patience up at the plate We've seen him at times try to jump on a pitch early And then regret it later This one just catches the outside corner 2-1 the count The pitch This one is out into the left center field gap And it's going to get in between the outfielders Almost gets to the wall Before it's finally Scooped up on the track and sent back in Robert in the second standing up with a double, with two outs. And Danny Mendick comes up. And Danny's already got a base hit in this game. And has the opportunity to tie it with another base hit. He had a single in the third. He's four for 15 on the season. But he has come up with some very solid big moment hits here. Batting primarily in the ninth spot when he plays. This one is down the third base line after taking the first pitch for a strike. And he's quickly 0-2. Robert. Leads from second, the pitch. Swung on and missed three pitches, and he goes down swinging. So the White Sox get a home run from Edwin Encarnacion and a double from Robert, but he's left stranded. At the end of four, the Mariners lead 3 2. Alan Hansen, hitting ninth, 0 for 1 today, and 0 for the season so far, will take the first pitch from Giolito here to lead off the fifth inning. Hansen's from the Dominican Republic has a, a very weird batting stance as he takes this pitch for a ball 2-0 the only way I can describe it is it's almost like he's standing straight up there's no bend as he bats on the left side of the plate, no bend in the front leg and a very slight bend in the back leg as he kind of leans back not a crouch it, it's, it's, it's almost like something you would see a, a Little Leaguer do before somebody taught them how to actually stand in the batter's box This one is chopped foul The count evens at 2-2 two and two. Giolito Delivers Swung on and chopped foul Still 2-2 two and two. The pitch Low Does not get the call That was at the knees a curveball The count goes full With Gordon on deck Lucas Giolito about to pitch his 80th pitch of the game here to the first batter he faces in the 5th inning. This one is out into right center field. Mazzara trails over. He'll call off Robert and make the play. And That's a fly out for the first out. And D. Gordon 0 for 2 in this game comes up to the plate with one out in the top of the 5th. The lefty Gordon takes the pitch from Giolito. Low taken for ball 1 he has scored 13 runs over his last 9 games. When he gets on base, that speedster gets home. This is a quick chop over to Moncada. He pulls Incarnacion off of the bag and Incarnacion tries to get back and step on it, but he is a hair late due to the speed of Gordon. Moncada rushed that ball, it will go down as an E5. He pulls Incarnacion off the bag into fair territory. As if he was running towards second base With a wild throw The ball got to Mancada extremely quickly Very fast into his glove He had plenty of time But it was the speed Of D. Gordon That made him think he had to rush that throw And he rushed it And Gordon's on with the error And now we have a 2-0 count to Carlos Gonzalez With one out in the top of the fifth And some speed on first base The pitch on the way Runner fakes going, does not go. 3-0 count here. Hanniger's on deck. Seattle trying to get something going here. Giolito has got to be getting a little frustrated, and the White Sox are hoping he can get it together. Pull through this inning. This one is deep out in the right field, back towards the track and into the Goose Island section for a two-run home run. And Lucas Giolito screaming into his glove as he gives up a 360-foot blast. To Carlos Gonzalez And he has now given up three home runs In this game As the White Sox trail 5-2 to two. A bad start For your ace And that's two bad starts Out of his first three here To start the season off And the White Sox have Carson Fulmer up here In the top of the fifth inning As Hanniger steps in 0-2 Sox trail by three As Fulmer warms. So far, Giolito has only gotten through four and a third innings and given up five runs. This one has swung on and missed. Four-seam fastball. His struggles continue here at the rate. His most effective game was on the road when he took on the Indians and got the win. Two-and-one pitch. This one's out to center field, also trailing back towards the wall. Robert on the track will make the catch. Another deep hit ball, 90 pitches for Giolito. two outs here in the top of the fifth inning as the bullpen warms and Daniel Vogelbeck, two for two with a home run and a single and an RBI steps up. Giolito tosses to Grandal, four seam fastball, 92 miles an hour, one and know the count. The pitch from Giolito. outside ball two, two and zero. Mariners came into this season with a 500 record. White Sox came in six and three. But the Mariners pulled out the game yesterday and have gotten all over Lucas Giolito in this game as this one has flared out in the center field for a base hit in front of Robert on a 2-0 pitch. The fans are restless now as Lucas Giolito has had a very, very rough day. And Ricky Renteria isn't going to wait any longer. He knows his ace did not have it today. So Lucas Giolito will leave the mound and Carson Fulmer will come in from the bullpen. I'd read you his stats, but it would make you throw up in your mouth. But he's only had really one appearance so far. He faced four batters and did not get anybody out, giving up the win in the 12th inning against the Red Sox, the only game the White Sox lost out in Boston back on Thursday. So he's 0-1 with an infinity ERA. Two walks, no strikeouts. Right-handed batters hitting 1,000 against him. Left-handed batters hitting 1,000 against him. With a runner-on first that he inherits here with two outs in the top of the fifth, he delivers a strike to Kyle Seager. 0-1 the count. Seager's got a two-run home run on the fourth. He had a three-run home run yesterday. He's been killing the White Sox this entire series. He's got a total of seven RBIs so far here, halfway through the second game out of three. That's a low fastball taken for a strike, and Fulmer quickly 0-2 to Seager. Fulmer checks the runner over at first. Not really an option to go. Vogelback does not have a lot of speed. The pitch in the dirt, swung on, blocked. The throw down to first and the drop third strike is rifled into right field. Rondell throws it over Encarnacion's head on a drop third strike. And this is a brutal, brutal inning for the Chicago White Sox. I haven't seen something like that. I don't know if I've ever seen something like that. It's a drop third strike that rolled a little bit foul towards the first base line. Grandal gets up. Again, another rush throw by a White Sox defensive player and throws it clear over the head of Encarnacion who jumps straight up to try to get it and he would have had to be 15 feet tall to get that ball. Mazzara cuts it off but there's runners on second and third now here and Fomer. Throws three straight balls now, clearly rattled. He's 3-0. He almost had a three-pitch strikeout coming in. He had the strikeout, but his catcher muffed it. And now Williams is in, 0-for-1, with a 3-0 count in a Catbird seat. And that's a strike. Hit me over fastball, 3-1 the count. I see White Sox fans just with their heads down, shaking them right now. That one's outside for strike two Swung on, 3-2 and the count Fulmer fighting back to a full count Smattering of clapping in the stadium As they're rooting for him here Swung on and fouled down the first baseline A brutal inning with a Mancada error A Grandal error As this is swung on and missed On an inside curveball That dropped out So Fulmer retires him The Grandal error doesn't hurt you but the White Sox still trail five to two. A brutal fifth inning for the Chicago White Sox. They gave two extra outs to the Mariners, and they went into the inning trailing by one. They come out of the oh inning God. trailing by three. As Tim Anderson, one for six lifetime against Walker, stands in, takes the first pitch for a ball. The second one down the middle, taken for a strike. One and one. The count. He's 0 for two. He had a nine-game hit streak last night when the White Sox were coming back. He begged. You could see him begging Renteria to get in there for the last at-bat of the game, and he almost took it out for the walk-off heroics. But as he went down with an out, the hit streak was snapped. And now he's 0-2 for today with a 2-1 count. That one is low in the dirt, ball 3, 3-1 with Mankata on deck. Taewon Walker with the pitch. Swinging strike on a four-seam fastball at the knees, 3-2. And Walker now taking his time out there, and why shouldn't he? The man should have all the confidence in the world. He's got a lead, and the White Sox keep giving him more. The pitch on the way. That one is chopped to third base. It's going to be an easy play for Seeger, who takes his time. See what happens when you take your time? That one's over to first on the 5 3 putout, and Joan comes up, 4 for 6 in the series. Hitting 3 16 now on the season after that terrible 0 for 15 start. He's 2 for 2 in this game. He scored seven runs in the last five, and he swings at the first pitch and misses for strike one. Next one is lifted down the first baseline foul, and he's 0-2 with one out here in the bottom of the fifth. Catcher sets up on the outside portion of the plate. Mankata chases a splitter just out of the zone and fouls it off as he protects. Count remains 0-2. Walker with the delivery. This one is chapped in front of the plate, and what's going to be the ruling here? Base hit. The ball is chapped in front of the plate, and it was kicked by the catcher foul. It did not roll back foul, it hit his foot. So, a confusing play at first base, but Moncada's on, and the official ruling is going to be a base hit as that ball went two feet in front of home plate, but as it was rolling back, hit the catcher in the foot while it was in fair territory, making it a fair ball, and he's on first base. With one out and a who takes a high fastball for a strike, Owen 1 the count. Six major league seasons with the Chicago White Sox, his entire career. Signing an extension in the offseason. When I say entire career, I mean entire Major League Baseball career. He did play for a while in Cuba. One and one pitch. Swung on and sent down the first baseline foul. Moncada with a good lead. Trailing by three. I don't think he's a threat to go. The pitch. Swung on a splitter right over the top of it for strike three. The fourth strikeout for Walker. And Abreu sits down. So there'll be two outs for Yasmani Grandal. Here in the bottom of the fifth inning, with Yohan Mancata over at first, Walker with the pitch, outside corner for a strike. 0-1. Grondahl's hitting 200 on the season. He's got a 751 OPS, and that's mainly because of the extra base hits and the home runs, because his on base percentage is only 230. 0-1 pitch in the zone for strike two. 0-2 the count. He has scored three runs in the last three games. If you look at the averages that these White Sox hitters are carrying. It's amazing the amount of runs that they've put up. And they've been in each and every game, and they have a winning record. But there are some struggles with a lot of the guys in this lineup early on. Swinging strike, three pitches, three strikes, and Walker strikes out the last two hitters that he faces after Moncada gets on on a freak play. After five, the Mariners lead 5-2. Austin Nola steps in, and Carson Fulmer will continue pitching for the Chicago White Sox here trailing by three here in the top of the sixth inning the way this game has gone it makes sense to give Fulmer some time out there you can't bring out the big guns every time if the game was closer or if there was some life in the last inning or so at the plate you could make another argument but your starter's out early and you've got a fresh arm out there and if you're going to keep him on the Major League roster you've got to use him as he strikes out the first batter he faces on three pitches Maybe I'll just talk about Fulmer, and I'll make it seem like he's terrible, so he can make me sound stupid, and we can get through this inning. And I would do that as Nola goes down swinging on three pitches. Anything to help the team out right now. In this White Sox simulated season, brought to you by Socks in the Basement, found everywhere. Podcast can be found and always at SocksInTheBasement.com. Patrick Wisdom steps in, 0 for two with a strikeout and a groundout. He's 0 for six in the series. Socks in the Basement certainly flattered that over the last week or so, some of the big boys in Chicago media have taken such notice of what we've been doing, they've out-and-out out copied it. It took about a week before NBC Sports decided they wanted to start simulating games. And after they did one TV broadcast, and we pointed out that, hey, we've been already doing this, and there was a little bit of offense taken on Twitter. I think 50 people ganged up on the one lone guy down in his basement. This big corporation decided now they were going to try to simulate a season, but they're only doing it in 60 seconds every day. Here you get every pitch. But the thing I thought was funny was Don Paul's with us all weekend long, and today they have an article up interviewing Don Paul. So as soon as we can announce to you who's coming on the show this week, I'm sure they'll be able to go out and book who they're going to be talking to later on in the week. 3-2 pitch to Wisdom. This one is chopped down the third baseline foul. But it is flattering. And my time when I was in radio bouncing around the country is that's a swinging strike to Wisdom for strike two. Two outs here on the top of the sixth as Fomer is pitching well. He has struck out the first two guys at his face. He also struck out two guys in the last inning. One of them on the drop third strike still reached second base. and Then he struck out the next batter, so Fomer's dealing. He did not like looking at that infinity ERA and infinity whip And he throws a first-pitch strike now to Alan Hansen, the nine-hitter, with two outs here in the top of the sixth inning. When I was in radio, one of the things that I was always taught was if somebody's taking something from you, then you should be flattered because that means you're doing something right. And as a guy who sits in his basement, started the show with his friend for fun, to get to the standing where you could see the download numbers for the podcast and see how well we're doing, and to catch the attention of the big boys to the point where they have to grab a few of our ideas... I am certainly flattered. This one is flied out to Moncada. Soft fly ball caught in the glove. Ends the inning. Midway through the sixth. Sox trail 5-2. Aloya Jimenez steps up to the plate here in the bottom of the sixth inning. With the White Sox trailing by three. But he has bigger problems. He is in a massive slump. He was the hottest hitter in baseball. After the first series. And is ice cold basically ever since. Yes, he has put out a home run. During that road trip, I think he actually had two of his five home runs on that road trip. They were his only two hits, though, of the road trip, the entire road trip. And he is one and one as Walker remains in the game here in the bottom of the sixth inning. And why shouldn't he? He's actually been pretty efficient for a guy who came into the game with 17 hits over the first 10 innings he pitched. 2 1 count, inside pitch, and Jimenez makes an ugly swing at what should have been ball three. And he shakes his head and he is frustrated. He may need a few days off. He is having a rough time. This one is low and inside. Three and two to count. And this is the thing that every manager has to try to figure out. Do you let the young man work through it? Or do you baby him a little bit because he's so young? This one is grounded to first base. Flipped over to Walker. It's a foot race to the bag. He'll beat Jimenez by a step. A 3-1 put out. One out here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Edwin Encarnacion steps up to the plate with a solo home run under his belt. He's one for two, with one out here in the bottom of the sixth. And he rips this one deep, and he flips the bat higher this time. He has two home runs in this game as this one sails into the stratosphere in left field. Wow! 444 feet That ball got out of here at 115.7 miles per hour. That was a bomb by Encarnacion. He launches this one, cutting the lead to two. He hit the first one, gave a little bat flip. This one got a big one. That was a Tim Anderson bat flip that just falls one row short of the concourse out in left field. And Nomar Mazara steps up to the plate. And takes ball one high. Mazzaro 0 for 2. The pitch on the way. Fouls this one that was also high off down the third base line. Picked up in the offseason in a trade with the Rangers. The pitch. This one's flared down. The third base line is going to rattle around the corner. They had to shift down the opposite side. And Mazzaro will walk into second base. Because the left fielder had to come all the way over from almost center field to go get that ball. As fast as he could, and Mazzara hits well against the shift here, putting this opposite field, and he's standing on second base. So the White Sox in business right now. They are not going away. They've had some miscues. They trail the game, but they are not done. As Luis Robert steps in with one out here in the bottom of the sixth, and a runner in scoring position. Walker remains and throws one at the knees, called a strike. I think Robert. Gets the benefit of the umpire if he's in baseball a little bit longer than he has been, at least at the Major League level. He's 1-for-1 today with a walk. The 0-1 pitch to him. Taken high, ball one, one 1-1 the count. Roberts hitting 400 with runners in scoring position so far in the season. As we've said, he has had his struggles. But you can see the wheels turning, as this one is inside for a strike. He's had some big moments, some big hits. He has drawn some walks, and his strike zone has been pretty spot on, mostly. As this one is flared down the third base line, hooking foul right before the foul pole. One and two the count, the pitch on the way. Swung on and chopped down the first base line. Mazzara was moving the moment that came off the bat. He looks itching. The pitch. Swung on and down the first base line. That is a fair ball off the glove of the first baseman. Robert beats the throw to first base as Vogelbach... Dropped the ball Couldn't find it at first Walker gets over And as the ball was tossed to him Robert beat the throw by a half a step Mazzara's in at third They held him Although with all that confusion He might have had a chance down the third base line The Mariners are going to come out And get their starting pitcher now Walker heads to the bench And we will see Taylor Williams He has six games already Under his belt this season Seven and a third's innings pitched a 4.91 earned run average righties are hitting 333 against him that's much better than lefties he's got 11 strikeouts and two walks but as you notice he has given up some runs and with one out here in the bottom of six Danny Mendick steps up with runners on first and third Roberts got some speed it'll be interesting to see if they try to get out of the double play possibility right off the bat here the first pitch on the way taken slider down the middle Strike one Robert with a lead Mazzara also coming down the line A third Robert goes on an inside pitch Swung on and missed for a strike Robert is safe under the tag At second base So Luis Robert steals his fifth stolen base Second and third With one out 0-2 count mendic Outside for a ball One and two Mazzara now over at third As Williams Digs his foot into the mound Taking his time Second and third with one out in the bottom of the sixth. One-two count to Mendick, the pitch. Swung on and missed on an outside changeup, and he goes down swinging. So now two outs here in the bottom of the sixth for Williams. And Tim Anderson comes up in this game. He's still 0 for in this game. 0-3 to be exact. And looking to make an impact. The first pitch. Swung on and driven into right center field. If it falls in, it'll score runs. A big diving play in the outfield by Mitch Haniger that almost got by him. The White Sox almost come back and tie this one. At least in the end, they will have to settle for the Encarnacion bomb. They trail by two after six. As Jimmy Cordero will come in now to pitch the seventh inning. This is his sixth appearance. He has six and two-thirds innings pitched. No runs scored against him. Eight strikeouts of three walks. Lefties have yet to get a hit against him. Righty's hitting 111. And D. Gordon steps up. He's a lefty. 0 for 3. First pitch taken for a strike. Lower outside portion of the plate. So a nice job by Carson Fulmer, who takes a lot of flack, going out there and getting out of the fifth inning, even with the terrible overthrow by Grandal. That almost became a disaster. This one's bunted down the third base line. Makata, one-handed, picks it up and throws him out. Great throw. About halfway down the line, he comes in quickly and gets Gordon trying to bunt his way on for a hit. And there's one out. And here's Carlos Gonzalez, who had a home run last time up. They really busted this game open for the Mariners. Luckily, Edwin and has been putting on a clinic at the plate and keeping the White Sox within striking distance. First two pitches, the Gonzalez go for a ball One outside, one inside 2-0 and the count with one out here On the top of the seventh We saw Gordon earlier on in the game Try to bunt his way on it, went foul Mancada seemed prepared for that one He got in quickly And picked that up barehanded Very Robin Ventura-esque And flipped that one over To Encarnacion at first base 3-0 count And Cordero checks the sign The pitch on the way Inside fastball, ball four, so a very patient batter and some nibbling creates a walk here with one out in the top of the seventh. Mitch Hanniger steps in with a runner on first, 0 for 3 in the game. And that's a sinker outside called for a strike. White Sox bullpen trying to keep their team within striking distance. This game is far from over. The pitch. Outside taken for a ball, one and one. The next offering, swung on and chopped to Moncada. Tough plays, only got to go to first. That ball seemed to die in the infield as it was chopping. He had to run in a long way to get it, almost even with the mound where he gets that ball. So he's not going to be able to get the runner at second. He goes over to first and gets the out. Two outs here on the top of the seventh with a runner on second base now. And Daniel Vogelbach. 3-for-3 and giving White Sox pitchers fits this series. It has been difficult with him and Seager all series long. First pitch is a ball low, second one is chopped up the middle, Anderson cuts in front of second base, throws over to first, picked out of the dirt by Encarnacion on a terrible throw. He saves Anderson's bacon and the White Sox luckily get out of this inning because that looked like another disaster on the way. We go to the bottom of the seventh. Yoan Moncada, three for three with a double and two singles and an RBI. Steps to the plate, hitting 333. So the two spot in the order, he slid right back into that and he feels good so far. Swings on a high fastball for strike one, 0-1. The count. The Twins beat the Indians 6-5. They have been taking it to them in Minnesota. Twins will get here on Friday. We have an off day on Thursday. This series concludes tomorrow, on Wednesday. White Sox still trying to come back in this game, down by two. O2 count to Moncada as Williams remains in this inning and delivers a slider down the middle that fooled Moncada. Bat was still on his shoulders. Strike three. Jose Abreu comes up now, 0 for 3 with a strike on the fifth inning, hitting 333 on the season with a 952 OPS as Williams delivers. And this one is sent soaring down the third base line, hooking foul. The righty Williams against the righty Abreu. The pitch on the way. That is outside taken for a ball, one and one. 5-3 game, the pitch. Changeup at the knees, Called the strike. Aaron Bummer warms in the White Sox bullpen with the team trailing by two. Saying today he really wished he could have gotten out in that game yesterday but he was a workhorse in Boston. The man needed a few days to let the arm rest. As Abreu chases an outside pitch, swinging and missing for strike three. And Williams has struck out the first two batters he faces here in this inning. Sometimes you feel like after the seventh-inning stretch, your team is fired up. And then they come out flat like this. Sox are playing right now at the plate as if they have a leader. It's tied. And that is not the case. You need to make some more runs And Grandal's 0 for 3 today Right now your 3, 4 And 5 hitters are over, And you've still been able to come up with 3 runs In this game And you're still only down by 2 The pitch This one is chopped down the 3rd base line going to be a tough play For Williams coming off of the mound But he will grab that On a soft chopper That kind of died in the grass He flips it over to 1st base 1, 2, 3 go the White Sox We go to the top of the eighth, trailing by two. Aaron Bummer will come into this game. This is his sixth appearance of the season. He has six innings pitched. Ten strikeouts, no walks. Nobody's crossed the plate that's been charged to him. Now he's a lefty, but right-handed batter's hitting 143 against him. Lefties like Seeger up here are hitting 400 against him. Announced attendance now out, 13,939 here at the rate on a Tuesday afternoon. First two pitches from Bummer are balls, both close, but no cigar on the outside portion of the plate. Seegers one for three in this game. The man has been hitting bombs against the White Sox and driving in lots and lots of runs. Bummer getting an inning of work here. Depending on what's going on in the next inning, I think will influence who's going to be the pitcher for the ninth, for the White Sox. This one is chopped over to Moncada. He knocks it down, but he will not be able to make a play. Juan Mancada was playing on a shift close to the shortstop, this ball was over where he should have been playing, he had to dive to knock it down and it kind of rolls a few feet away from him towards third base, it prevents it from being an extra base hit but it's a single and now an 0-1 count to Williams as Bummer works quickly with a runner on base with no outs in the top of the eighth inning. The pitch, outside cut fastball, he chased it 0-2. Bummer checks the runner. The pitch on the way. Swung on and fouled down the third baseline. The 0-2 pitch. Swung on one in the dirt. Sinkered. It got down inside below the knees. And Bummer sits him down with a strikeout. One out here on the top of the eighth. Austin Nola comes up the right-handed batter against the left-handed Bummer. The pitch on the way. This one is fouled down the first baseline. Runner on first. One out. Top of the eighth. White Sox trail the Mariners five to three in a simulated broadcast brought to you by Socks in the Basement and Cork and Carey at the Park, located over at 33rd and Princeton. This one's outside, taken for a ball one and one. Make them part of your regular rotation to feed you and your family. This one's a swung-on strike inside at the knees, one and two to Nola. The pitch from Bummer throws the same pitch, but he doesn't chase this time. Two and two. Go to Grubhub if you want to order some cork and carry at the park, or just go directly to corkandcarryatthepark.com. This one is chopped foul down the first baseline. They'll reset two and two the count with one out in the top of the eighth. The pitch on the way. This one's fouled off down the first baseline. It's important that if you are sitting at home or whatever you're doing, you might be a first responder, has to go to work every day. And God bless you if you're that. This one has popped straight up in the air. Bummer points it out to Encarnacion will stand next to him and catch the ball. It was funny, Bummer could have caught it, but instead he let Encarnacion come over stand directly next to him, one foot away, and he pointed at it to make sure Encarnacion knew he was gonna catch that one. So that's a fly-out three, and there's two outs, inside fastball swung on and missed by Wisdom, 0-1 the count, with the runner remaining on first base. The pitch, outside fastball taken for a strike, 0-2. It's important to support Gordon Carey at the park, so that they are there to open their doors for you When life gets back to normal Make them part of your rotation Feeding yourself, feeding your family If you're a first responder Feed the 911 center Feed the station house Feed the desk over there at the nurse's station We will get through this And when we do, I will see you at Cork and Carry at the park Inside pitch taken 2-2 two and two the count now With two outs in the top of the eighth Bummer to Wisdom The right-handed hitter The pitch on the way Swung on and missed. Sinker falling out of the zone. He goes down. So Aaron Bummer comes in and pitches well in the eighth inning. The White Sox still need two to tie it. We go to the bottom of the eighth. 5-3. Austin Adams comes in for his fourth appearance for the Mariners. He's already 2-0 over four innings. He's got a 2-0 record. He's got nine strikeouts and one walk. And has not given up a hit to a right-handed batter yet this season. Here's a right-handed batter that's having some troubles, Aloy Jimenez. It'd be nice to see Eloy get something going right now and get on base. The first pitch from Adams. High taken for a ball. Kelvin Herrera and Alex Colome warming up in the pen. I think depending on what happens this inning will influence who's pitching in the top of the ninth inning. Inside slider swung on and missed. 1-1 the count to Jimenez. It is difficult to watch a player fight through what Aloy Jimenez is fighting through right now. He was nothing but smiles when the season started off. He went on the road and just lost what he had. And now he's trying to work it out back at home. Habitually, last year, as he takes this for a ball, he was better on the road than he was at home, especially early on in the season. And we've talked about that before, how his building had problems with the HVAC system. And socks in the Basement was the first source to report that. And a lawyer would be seen walking the hallways in the middle of the night by neighbors. Because he couldn't get comfortable. And when everything got fixed, that's when he got on his first tear of the season last year. When he could finally sleep in his own bed and sleep comfortably. Swung on and missed. And Jimenez has sat down on an inside fastball. And his struggles continue. Somebody check and see whether or not he's got problems over at the home again. In the condo. Edwin Encarnacion steps in two for three. The last two pitches thrown to him were both for home runs. Deep into left field and he takes a home run hack right there but misses, 0-1 the count. Two home runs in this game today, both of them solo shots, hitting 289 on the season. The shame is he's had nobody on base for him when he's shown the power, he has nobody on for him now. Low pitch called for a ball, 1-1, Adams the righty, stares in at the right handed hitting Encarnacion, and the pitch on the way, inside and high, ball two, 2-1 the count, 2-1 pitch. That one rolls to the backstop for a ball three and one with Nomar Mazara on deck Checks the sign and delivers Outside ball four and the most dangerous hitter on the White Sox Walks down the first base and in this situation even though there's already one out The Sox are gonna try to scratch across runs. I think and they're gonna send out a pinch runner And Adam Engel will come in to pinch run for the first baseman Encarnacion as Mazzara steps in with one out here on the bottom of the eighth. As the White Sox try to manufacture a run here. As this one is fouled off down the third base line. Putting some speed on. In the hopes that a base hit will get him easily first to third. Or maybe he goes here. We'll see. Inside strike. 0-2 quickly. Robert on deck. Mazzara at the plate. The pitch from Adams. Low for a ball. 1-2 the count. The next pitch on the way. Swung on and missed for strike three. So Mazzara unable to do anything. The pinch runner angle remains on first base. And Robert comes up one for two with a double and a run scored. Mendick on deck. Robert and Mendick have contributed in this game and over the last few days. Nothing saying it's because it's the bottom of the order that they can't get something done here against Austin Adams. He's 0-1 on an inside fastball taken. In the second pitch of the at-bat on the way. Outside pitch out on Engel. He does not go. Mariners thinking the White Sox would try to get him the second. They do not. Looking at the stats right now, it looks like when there's a runner in motion, Robert has not made very good contact, feeling as though he has to do something up there. So they may have Engel stand back. That one's fouled off one and two the count now To Luis Robert Angle takes a lead He's quick, but he doesn't get a good jump at first base So he's only averaged stolen bases Because this one is high Two and two the count 2-2 pitch Angle with the lead He goes That one is taken for strike three On the outside corner Robert frozen By an outside slider after eight, the Sox still trail by two. Lots of changes here for the White Sox here in the top of the ninth inning. Kelvin Herrera comes in the pitch. This is his fifth appearance. He's got four and a thirds innings and a 4.15 earned run average. He looked sharp the last time he was out. But also, James McCann is behind the plate now as Yasmani Grandal goes down the first. Adam Engel goes out to right. And Nomar Mazara's on the bench. So Engel came in for Encarnacion at first base. Rondell now will play first to finish the game off as McCann goes behind the plate. First pitch a strike. Next pitch inside for a ball. So McCann behind the plate. Rondal's down the first base. Ingle stays in the game out in right field. The Mazzara sits down as well. As this one is chopped to Anderson. He backhands it and bobbles it. And he'll have to eat it at short. Another error by the White Sox defense It has been a comedy of errors today E6 on that one And a brutal day in the field For the White Sox on this Tuesday afternoon As the runner reaches first base Taylor made easy ground out The 9 hitter gets on as a result And D Gordon steps up to the plate 0 for 4 with a runner on first Inside and low for ball 1-0 Ricky Renteria Just looks disgusted right now on the bench 1-0 pitch this one's flared out the left field coming in is Jimenez he'll make the catch and toss that one in for the first out Carlos Gonzalez steps up one for three with a two-run home run in the fifth inning that really busted this game open that was a brutal inning for the White Sox that Lucas Giolito could not survive and he swings on an inside fastball and misses for a strike 0-1 the count errors contributed to the jam that Giolito had and then the home run barely got over the wall everything went wrong for the White Sox in that inning but Gonzalez is now 0-2 after fouling that one off down the third base line Herrera the righty to the lefty Gonzalez the pitch popped up McCann takes the mask off goes up the third base line and catches that in foul territory for out number two two outs in the top of the ninth for Mitch Hanniger hitting 239 on the season with a runner on first base and his team leading by two the pitch inside fastball cut fastball 92 miles an hour for a strike the sign from McCann to Herrera the pitch on the way outside blocked that one in the dirt McCann keeps it in front of him holds the runner and it's one and one the pitch Inside slider taken for a ball Two and one Two outs in the top of the ninth Runner on first Kelvin Herrera trying to finish off the inning Give the White Sox a fighting chance here in the bottom of the ninth Outside pitch taken three and one Danny Mendick scheduled to lead off the inning Before it gets to Anderson, Mancada and Abreu The three-one pitch from Herrera Swung on and chopped to Moncada. He scoops it over to first base to Grandal. And that ends the inning. So the White Sox hold and have held since everything fell apart in the fifth. They trail by two going to the bottom of the ninth. Carl Edwards Jr., who almost gave it up yesterday, will come back out with a 1.69 earned run average. Over six appearances, five and a third's innings. He's got five saves and five opportunities, including last night, although he was a hair away from giving that one up. And Danny Mendick comes in. One for three on the day to face him. Righty versus righty in this first matchup, the pitch on the way. That's low, taken for a ball, ball one. It'll be Mendick, Anderson, Mankata, and then hopefully Abreu, we just keep going until we win this game. That's an inside fastball low at the knees taken for a strike one and one The final game of this series is tomorrow Going into this series the White Sox were three for three Taking all three of their first series two games the one They would need a win here today to have a chance to do that tomorrow Swinging strike and an outside cut fastball out of the zone That was high at the letters one and two the count the pitch from Edwards Swung on and fouled off down the first base line. Mendick will flip the bat, put it back into his hands, and reset the pitch. Swung on and missed inside fastball right on the corner of the plate. He could not get around on that one. Put it in on his hands. Edwards has a strikeout. And Tim Anderson 0 for 4. If you take out last night... This would be the first time he goes hitless in a game if he does not get one right now. All season long. One out here in the bottom of the ninth. Nobody on. Sox trail by two. First pitch high outside. Cut fastball taken for a strike. Edwards Jr. had trouble last night. It would be surprising to see a closer have problems two nights in a row. This one is high taken for a ball. One and one the count. Sox came into this game six and four. And we're excited to get home, although the Mariners have made it a miserable homecoming, at least to this point. Two and one count. After a few pitches, miss on the inside corner. The pitch to Anderson, swung on and fouled off down the first base line. Edwards stares in for the two-two call from his catcher. Now he's got it and he delivers. This one's popped straight up to the second base. He jammed him high and inside. Anderson goes 0 for 5 on the day And the White Sox are down to their last bullet And it's in the form of the red hot hitting 3 for 4 Yohan Moncada, Who would just love to get himself on base here You can't win it at the plate But you can get yourself in position to give Jose Abreu a chance Took Edwards 10 pitches through the first two batters Mancada got a chance to look at him on the on-deck circle a little bit more. Inside pitch taken for a ball, 1-0. and Good eye. The next pitch to Mancada, Outside corner cut fastball, 94 miles an hour, taken for a strike. 1-1 one one the count here with two outs in the bottom of ninth. And the Sox trailing by two. Most of the fans have stuck around. Day baseball on a Tuesday here on the south side in spring. This one is grounded to the pitcher. He gets it over to first base in plenty of time and the 1-3 put out as the Mariners take the first two in this three game set it was errors today for the White Sox that cost them this game without the errors I think Lucas Giolito pitches deeper without the errors there's far less runs that are scored the timely home runs may not have been as timely and those that got out got out barely Meanwhile, Edwin Encarnacion, when he hit his, they were deep. It just did not work out for the White Sox today. Everything they tried just turned up bad. Walker gets the win, he's 1-0. Giolito takes his first loss of the season, he's 1-1. Edwards gets his sixth save of the year for the Mariners. Edwin Encarnacion, two for three with two home runs, two RBIs, and two runs scored. Robert, one for three with a double and a run. Juan Mancada 3 for 5 with a double and an RBI and Mazzaro 1 for 4 with a double but he also had a ball go off his glove that went over for a big home run and Daniel Vogelbach 3 for 4 with a home run and an RBI is your player of the game for the Seattle Mariners We'll see you tomorrow as we conclude a 3 game set as the White Sox try to avoid the sweep with Dallas Keuchel on the mound for another day game before they get a day off It'll be all hands on deck to stop the bleeding as the White Sox drop to six and five. Thank you very much for listening. Remember to support Cork and Carry at the park. Go to Grubhub or Cork and order some food right now. And also our thanks to Family Waterproofing Solutions. You will get the recap, the box scores, and all that good stuff at SoxOn35th.com our partners during the simulated season. And we'll see you tomorrow for another White Sox simulated game from Guaranteed Rate Field. Brought to you by Socks in the Basement, found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SocksInTheBasement.com. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement, basement. heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always on SocksInTheBasement.com.